1: I get to spend time today with Lancaster County Sheriff Terry Wagner. Good morning, Terry. Good
0: morning, Dale. How are you doing?
1: I'm doing really well. Thank you. Look at the calendar. Boy, there it is. Memorial, Memorial. Day. <laughs> Where did that come from?
0: Yep, yeah, the summer is upon
1: us. Yep, Memorial Day kicking off the summer recreation season in so many ways. Uh, we're talking about it today with Sheriff Wagner. Lake and recreation areas. Uh, give us the procedure and the cooperative effort between your staff and Game and Parks.
0: Well, we work very closely with Game and Parks officers at area lakes. Um, when we get, you know, complaints or they get complaints, and you know, we we support each other in a, a number of different ways. And so, uh, yeah, that's a very very good working relationship. And, um, you know, State Patrol helps out too. Uh, so when we're all busy or when we need more help, State Patrol is always willing to uh, send troopers to assist us. So, yeah, it's a it's a good cooperative effort.
1: Do your deputies have designated patrolling assignments starting Memorial Day or through the summertime?
0: Well, we always have patrol districts. Um, and so, uh, you know, depending upon what district you're having to be assigned, you may have one or two uh, lakes in that district and you know the, the district boundaries aren't hard and fast. If it's really busy in a particular district, uh, then another deputy's gonna go over and help out. It's not gonna sit there and wait. So uh, for example, the one district has both Pawnee and Brainstoke Lake in it. And so uh, it's a lot of square miles to cover and can be a very active uh, activity area during, especially Memorial Day weekend, and so we'll have uh, have a number of deputies that assist there, and and Parks, I mean, Memorial Day weekend and Fourth of July and Labor Day, it's all hands on deck for them.
1: One of the last classes in 2020 for the Citizen Academy, Terry, was a tour that involved us finding out that LSO has a water rescue component. We got to see the actual
0: boat. Yeah, we have a marine unit now, Um, just stood that up last year, and we're going to be doing some boating enforcement efforts with that. So, um, if we're having a problem at some of the lakes with uh, boaters who happen to be intoxicated, we can use uh, uh, our our boat to do that. Uh, it's equipped with red lights and you know radio, and, and just like a patrol car would be. It's not a very big boat, and then we it's also available should we need it for a water rescue uh, situation. So, i uh, I think we're going to have a an in house naming contest to name the boat uh, the SS minnow is probably not a good name for it
1: <laughs> no no you don't want it the name of a boat that capsized yeah you got to learn your law enforcement rules for boating as opposed to on shore and on the highway
0: yeah, and that's traditionally that 's something we normally uh, aren't involved with much, and the few times that we are we get all the game of parks and they're very versed in boating laws and those kinds of things. So uh, we'll have to familiarize ourselves a little more and uh, maybe take a game parks officer with us. The only other problem too, is if you have a couple of deputies out on the boat, that's two deputies who aren't available to respond elsewhere. And so, you know, you have to use it judiciously.
1: Lancaster County Sheriff Terry Wagner with me today Uh, spoke lately with uh, Lincoln Fire and Rescue and Lincoln Police and both are actively recruiting right now. Uh, What's your recruitment calendar look like for the sheriff's office? You
0: know, unfortunately, uh, you know, we just got through uh, taking applications and uh, that that ended a a week ago Friday. Uh, Not not good on the numbers. We did a recruiting in January and hired three deputies uh, from that group, and our numbers are steadily going down as far as number of applications and number of people who are testing. So um, I, I think you know we're experiencing the same issues that private private businesses is, is facing, and that's uh, you know there's uh, job too many jobs for not enough people, and you really have to want to do this job. And well, you know, last year was challenging, no question about it. And, um, you know, plus we've got some individual challenges like working weekends, working overnight shift, and, you know, the 24-hour operations. And and if you can make the same money and work a day job with Saturday Sunday off, you know, you you have to be called toward law enforcement to put up with that sort of uh, uh, hardship.
1: You've been doing what you do for a long time. I've been doing what I do for a long time. When you sit down with these new recruits, when I sit down with people who are interested, young people who are interested in broadcasting these days, it's a different person looking at me than the person that I was when I got into this business. Can you pick out a few of the differences between today's newly hired sheriff's deputies compared to when you first got into enforcement?
0: I think the main thing is is their motivation for getting in the business and and they have to have they have to have their heart in the right place and really want to make a difference uh, in their community or they're not going to or they're not going to withstand the the hardships that we face as far as shifts and days off and working holidays and kids birthdays and and those kinds of things and so if, if you're if you don't have that servant mindset and you really do have to have that, then you're probably not going to last very long. And so you, you, you kind of look for that. You ask those questions that sort of lead you to believe that this person really wants to serve our community.
1: Terry, in what I do, I'm noticing that, that young people seem to gravitate more toward television, it's a little more glamorous than radio Do you get the sense that those who do have a servant's heart and that are interested in law enforcement are more attracted to state patrol or a police department as opposed to the rural environment of a sheriff's office?
0: Well, I think there are definite differences between uh, our styles of policing for both urban, rural and state patrol. And so the individual applicants have to look at each agency and see what fits them the best. Now we have had people who have gotten hired here and do a good job and get on their own and they're out there at three o'clock in the morning, 15 minutes from back up and they say, you know what, this is not for me. Um And they've gone to other agencies and flourished either an urban setting or a little bit smaller uh geographical area for another county or whatever and have done very well so it is not for everybody people really have to evaluate whether or not um, the rural standard of policing having said that rural policing I think is very rewarding because you know when you're driving around the county you have to have your hand up on the steering wheel and raise that finger so that because every farmer is going to wave at you and you need to wave back and it's the index finger that you wave at them and glad you pointed that out uh, yep. And I I remember being a field training officer and saying, you know, if you don't wave back, they're going to think you're mad at them or they're going to call in and say, how come those guys are being rude? Um, So, you know, if you're taking a report at somebody's house that their tractor battery was stolen, you better be prepared to have a cup of coffee when you're taking that information. That's just the way rural folks are. That
1: is a very good a
0: little point. Bit extra time there. So it's a, little, a real different form of policing.
1: County Sheriff Terry Wagner with me here. How about high-speed chases? Uh, when it goes from county to county to county, what is protocol? When does, when does a county official's jurisdiction end, and when does the next ones begin?
0: Well, there's a statute that allows for pursuits. So if a pursuit goes into another county uh, or another jurisdictional area, like a city to county to county, um, that statute gives authority for the officer to uh, make that apprehension having said that you know there's some limitations both policy and practical for uh not allowing a pursuit to go an extended period away from your home base if you would um radio getting better now that we have the statewide radio system we're able to communicate better if we don't have state patrol backup uh, in another out, out of county situation you know uh, then that, that's a little bit different as well and we want if the crime occurred in in Cass County, we want somebody from Cass County when the apprehension is made of its Lancaster County to be here and say, here's what they did and we'll return them to Cass County. And so there's a lot of different nuances that occur during pursuit that dictates whether or not it's going to continue and what's going to happen when it ends. So I think you notice that there have been several pursuits that have started in the Omaha area that have ended out by Waverly or Mm -hmm. in the Lancaster County area. And, you know, we have assisted with those. And uh, you have to look at each one of those situations individually.
1: Yeah. I spoke with Pan Dingman, county engineer here recently about bridges and infrastructure. She's factoring that into her budget right now. Uh, how about deputy sheriffs? Are these infrastructure problems, whether it's a culvert or a bridge out, causing issues for deputies?
0: Certainly. It increases our time uh, for response. But, you know, the county engineer's office does a great job of letting us know um, if a road's going to be closed and, and the duration of that closure, either for a culvert replacement or for a long, longer term situation. And, especially when you have those rural bridges that aren't heavily traveled when they're closed, uh, they may not be the highest priority on the replacement schedule. And so they might be closed for a while. And so the deputies, they need to know their district. They need to know if they need to respond in a given area. Here's a road that's closed. Here's a road I can't get through, you know, and plan their routes
1: accordingly. So
0: it it makes it challenging, but uh, you know, it's, Part of the drill
1: right and finally i mentioned that pam and i talked about the budget she's factoring in infrastructure and bridges how about the sheriff's office for the budget
0: oh absolutely um you know a little look like our budget that we submitted is about two percent a little over two percent over last year we're uh, up to a little over 15 million on our uh, budget request to run the sheriff's office uh i think uh, you know when you're talking infrastructure we have a little bit different infrastructure needs than, uh, you know, uh, Pam Dieman does. Uh, our our internal computer system uh, that's used by the city and the county criminal justice agency is nearing the end of its life, and we're looking at replacing it. So that's a multi million dollar project. Um, you know, our body worn camera project is getting up and going. We've hired a technician for that. Uh, we're the bid's been let and we're you know waiting to get those body worn cameras uh, in and so we can uh, implement those. So there's some infrastructure needs we have here, too, uh, you know, that that we plan for, that we budget for and hopefully uh, be able to fund them when, when the needs
1: occur. And finally, Terry, circling back to where we began, and that is the Memorial Day kickoff of summer. Uh, that will also kick off Click It or Ticket this year.
0: That's correct. You know, every year we participate in those uh, safety initiatives uh, that are uh, part of the Highway Safety Office and they fund overtime for deputies to do traffic checkpoints and saturation patrols. And uh, Memorial Day traditionally is a clicker ticket campaign. So we'll be participating in that. And uh, when the time comes closer, we'll put out the dates and the location of our checkpoint and our saturation controls.
1: Good. Terry, thank you very much. Appreciate it. Thanks Dale, appreciate it. All right, Lancaster County Sheriff Terry Wagner here today on Lincoln Live.